always fascinates me how there is literally no content for chartered accountants everyone talks about travel lifestyle and even their favorite shows but no one really addresses the question about tax or chartered accountants hi i'm yashika jain a practicing chartered accountant discussing about what goes behind a tax notification and life of a chartered accountant in general welcome to tax yatra a weekly podcast where i take you on a journey of tax structure in india hey and welcome to our new podcast on gst return forms so the new gst return forms which will hopefully become applicable from 1st april 2020 is another attempt by the department to introduce gstr 1 2 and 3 So now the returns will be called as RET 1, 2, and 3, which are nothing but GSTR 3. So RET 1, 2, and 3 will involve reporting of outward and inward supplies and subsequent payment of taxes. So I can also say that RET 1, 2, 3 are basically a summary form applicable depending upon the turnover and nature of transaction. so the gstr 3 which was original is bifurcated into three parts which is ret1 ret2 ret3 now dealer can either offer any of these things that is they can either go for ret1 ret2 or ret3 so when i talk about ret1 who are the dealers who can offer this form so dealers can offer this form irrespective of their turnover and nature of supplies so dealers can also opt either for monthly filing or for quarterly filings basically dealers making all kind of supplies including rcm can offer this now since ret 1 it can be filed both monthly and quarterly the question arises how the payment will be made in case of quarterly ret 1 so what the department says that if you are opting for ret1 which is a quarterly optional okay it has both the options monthly and quarterly but you offer quarterly ret1 then the payment has to be made through gst pmt 08 now gst pmt 08 is nothing but a renaming of gstr 3b again because currently also the people who file quarterly gstr1 pay taxes through gstr3b which is a monthly return so the same procedure will be there in the new returns also where payment on a monthly basis will be done through gst pmt08 and quarterly returns would be filed under gstr1t1 now coming to gstr1t2 or the sahaj form so it is basically a simpler version of ret1 so when i say a simpler version i mean to say that any dealer having a turnover less than 5 crore and making supply only to b2c plus inward supplies attracting rcm can offer this form so unlike ret1 which can be both monthly and quarterly ret2 is only a quarterly form next we come to ret3 which is also another simpler version of ret1 it is called as ret3 or sugam form 
so the dealers will turn over up to 5 crore making b2c b2b plus inverse supply covered under rcm can offer this one so similar to ret2 ret3 can also be filed only quarterly and payment will be made through gst pmt 08 now so for example a dealer is making a supply through ecom operator or exporting goods can neither opt for ret2 or ret3 they will have to go under ret1 so the next question which arises is where the data will be taken or used for ret1 2 and 3 so along with the new returns there are two more annexures which are introduced which is annexure 1 and annexure 2 what annexure 1 basically is it is gstr 1 of current date and annexure 2 is nothing but gstr 2a of current date so how annexure 1 and 2 will work is supplier will keep on uploading invoices in gst annexure 1 when i say uploading it means they will keep on reporting invoices in gstr sorry in gst annexure 1 which the recipient can view in gst annexure 2 now in this case the recipient will have an option to either accept reject or keep a document pending which are uploaded by the supplier so when all the details are correct with respect to rate quantity hsn etc the recipient will accept it if the details are not matching the recipient will reject the invoice which will go back to the supplier for correction but what happens if suppose i have not received the goods but the supplier has issued the invoice and reflected the same in annexure 1 then in that case the recipient can keep such document as pending and the the itc can be claimed by accepting in the next return cycle now what happens when the invoice is neither accepted rejected or kept pending so any invoice or document which is not which is neither accepted rejected or marked as pending will be assumed to be accepted at the time of filing of ret 1 2 and 3 now it might also happen that once the document is accepted this supplier realizes that there is an error in the document then in that case there can be no modification unless the recipient unlocks or resets the document so the document once accepted by the recipient cannot be modified by the supplier unless the recipient agrees to unlock this now the catch with respect to documents reported in annexure 1 and 2 is that there might be instances where the supplier fails to report the invoices in that case will the recipient get itc in ret 1 2 and 3 so the answer to this is if the sub, if the dealer opts for ret 1 which is a normal return then the dealer can claim credit of missing invoices but if the dealer opts for ret 2 and 3 then no itc can be claimed on missing invoices 
because the RET two and three do not have a field which captures or which lets the dealer report ITC on missing invoices. Now there are many more questions with respect to date of uploading of invoices, what will be the due dates, and everything. We will put the details on our website, and I will put the link in the description as well for you to visit. Do let us know if you have any queries or any specific issue which you are facing, and we may solve it together. I will see you soon next week with a new episode. Thank you so much.